flyover state of film was shot in front of a live studio audience. conversation i think i think we're all kind of there kind of too this is gonna be a great episode guys i can already feel the energy's good here i just kind of had like you were tweeting at like what 5 a.m today how you're exhausted so i was like this has been a long day yeah 2 a.m i've been up but we're recording yeah it's all staying in it's all griping about how tired we are and how this episode's gonna welcome back energy shit oh oh i'm the host oh crap hey hey everybody uh hey it's uh I like to do that in a way that now Yusuf can't edit it out. He has to leave in the part about how, how I think it's we're, we're just a terrible recording session already. We're just having a bad time, guys. But let's stick with it. Let's roll with it. We're, you know, that's the way the world. Sometimes terrible shit happens and you just got to keep on keeping on. And that's how we do here at Flyover State of Film. And I'm here with my boys, my, my special men. The, I dream about them every day. Uh, TJ. Yusef and Joe in reverse order of importance. So, guys, hey, everybody, <laughs> tell us. Uh, <laughs> like What's in the up? doobly-doo and the thing that appears now here for us. Oh, hey. yeah, like, somebody put some graphics here. It's very yeah, nice. boom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so. Many, we, we didn't, there's nothing really in the news. Oh, not, you know what? It's. Let's talk about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, guys. I mean, everybody. All right, guys, it was a good run. Let's have some. Let's get in. Like, let's make some really hard opinions about that. Uh, We had a good run. I think you know, almost nearing on four years with you guys. Uh, It's been really special. But how about instead of (laughs) torpedoing the whole podcast, instead of that, let's just talk about like summer movies that are coming out that we might be excited about. How about that? That DC League of Super Pets. That actually looks really adorable, <laughs> and I laughed my ass off when I saw the trailer for it. I, it doesn't look bad. I'm just getting to the point where it's like, you know you've done too much when I'm starting to get burned out on comic book shit, when I'm yeah. like, all right, calm it, down. It looks like, what I think I saw it, it weirdly played in front of the Batman trailer in theaters, and it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this looks cute for a kid. And that's all it's for, for, like, a kid between five and nine, probably. Yeah. And this is the superhero stuff they're going to get, and not the Batman. Great. And I was like, cool. I don't have to watch it, but it looks cute. I'll tell you what, it looks a thousand times better than there's some kind of, like, kung fu dog movie, animated movie, also coming out. And uh, it looks like a movie that was made, like... 10 years ago and has been sitting on a shelf waiting for like and then they just hired a dusted it off and hired a voice a new you voice cast i was gonna say that yeah voice. 
that old voice cast is probably like, uh, we're retired. We don't, we're not yeah. doing well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they, they pulled out this movie that was like three quarters of the way finished, spent 10 bucks and hired Sam Jackson. And they're like, now they're going to release the shit. In the I was going to ask him. Um, Cause even though he's a fucking hack and sucks at comedy and life in general, has anyone seen the chips and, uh, chip and Dale rescue Rangers? Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah. It's, it's actually really good. Yeah. John Mulaney. <laughs> yeah. John Mulaney has, uh, unfortunately proven to suck pretty hard. That's a shame. I still think he had some funny bits back in the day, but he seems yeah, like a real pro. choke. <laughs> I'm pro Mulaney still. I, I've seen him live quite a few times. The big yeah. thing was that they let it, he, you know, he platformed Chappelle here in Ohio, and people were mad about it. shirt off. I don't want to see it. You know? <laughs> I like comedians that get naked, take their shirts off. Talk about them for yeah, all hour and a half in any conversation. <laughs> That's fair. Um, that is the mark of comedy. Uh, no, um, I liked uh, Chippendale because it was like I was like I yeah. saw the Lonely Island in their writing shining through the whole fucking thing. I was like, great! I'm That's glad they were cool. allowed to do what they wanted to do and get Tim Robinson. Jay, although I do think Mulaney is maybe a trash person, I do think he's got a pretty good comedy mind, and I like Andy Samberg, and you can tell yeah. that like the writing was on point for this, and it was clever and funny this, and well made. Was this in the theater? Would you guys have watched it in the theater? I would have gone to see this in the theater. It's a Disney Plus release, though. Oh, okay. The Chippendale cool. Rescue Rangers. It's, yeah, you know what's weird? Did you? Um, I know you said that. I mean, there's no like spoiler for it. Did you kind of guys get uh, picked up? Um, I think they're trying to backdoor a uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit with the detective. Because at yeah. the end, when she was like, "I'm gonna be start my own agency," I was like, "That's the uh, Roger Rabbit agency." Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I mean, Roger Rabbit's in the movie. It's unclear if. This is, so is the, dip. the universe where Roger Rabbit took place, or that that Roger Rabbit is the actor who played Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit in the movie. Who played, I think it's you know the I mean? actor. That's all left very ambiguous. Yeah, I mean, Randy Marsh is in there. Yeah, they did get a lot of great cameos and licensed out a bunch of... It, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. The, 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 the Ugly Sonic was pure, and it was just because it was Tim Robinson. Voiced by Tim Robinson, yeah. Of course, Harrison was very excited to see Ugly Sonic. I, like. I saw a meme of it of being like, I used to be a piece of shit, but people could change, and it was the two <laughs> side by side. You think the baby does the baby know that people can change? <laughs> that's been picked up for season three. That's something. Uh, supposedly, that I was, yeah. I mean, that's something uh, I saw in the summer. It might be a minute till we get that though, because I know he's working on another show. So yeah, I'm, like, I'm not gonna just, let myself get excited that it's coming out anytime soon. I don't think so. Um, so we also got coming out uh, this summer just to rattle another one off in the same kind of vein. I mean, like I keep forgetting a Bob's Burger movie's coming out, but like that could that's be really this cool. week. That's coming out. I mean, yeah. What maybe oh. the day this drops, it's out. My wife oh. is very excited about that one. Yeah, well. That. That's probably my favorite part. <laughs> Alan Burgers is a show that, like, I watched some of, probably the first three or four seasons, like, I think I watched back, and then yeah. kind of just stopped following, you know? I don't watch a lot of TV. Like, network yeah. television, that doesn't break through well, a lot. It's consistently like, good. Yeah, and the pop culture references, like, the first couple seasons are great, like the E.T. episode, the Goonies episode, that's what locked me in. Then, I'll, just like Brian said, they kind of falls off, so, like... If it's on, I'll watch it, but I, you know, I will. I don't doubt that it's good. I just haven't watched it myself. What is, um, does everyone, And uh, because I'm just kind of going through a list. Does anyone have, like, a number one off the top of their heads? Something they're most excited for? Yeah. Before Brian steals it, but he can also, obviously. Spiderhead. I don't don't know what that is. Go ahead, TJ. We were both happy about it. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I have a thing with watching animals kill and eat people on film, minus the last few newer ones we've gotten. But Beast with Aegis Ilva, uh, the gentleman, help me Charles out. Charles Copley. Charles Copley. And it's just your old school feels like late 90s, even mid where it's just a guy, his two daughters, you know. You gotta pick one. Track. You gotta pick. Cannot be mid or late. I'll tell you what, it definitely made me want to watch Yusuf. the Man of Darkness, one of my favorite uh, lion attack movies. And it has, DJ, it also stop pussyfooting. Pick. Is it mid-90s or late-90s? It probably feels late-90s, more like a deep blue sea. Is it Jonah Hill or Anthony Hopkins? Oh, See, I feel like it feels even maybe a little bit more serious than a deep blue sea. I don't know. Yeah, it maybe. definitely has like that where you have to have the reason why they're doing what they're doing. I guess going on like a safari trip because I believe they yeah. lost the mother in the trailer. So the dad has to reconnect with the daughters. And if you just add that little bit of an emotional element to it and then have everything else be pretty crazy, which it seems with a serial killing lion, I'm always Sacrament. Oh, yeah, I love a good monster movie. Um, this is another chance for me to plug Burning Bright. If anybody's ever seen Burning Bright, that's a really oh. fun movie about a girl who gets trapped in a house with a tiger during a hurricane. <laughs> oh, I'll mess with that. I like that. Is that like an Australian movie or something? I don't know. I don't remember. That's, I like that. That's a great idea. I think idea. that's sort of the bunker on it, though. Um, Yusuf, do you got a number one? Uh, uh, yeah, I read it. I read it off this list. Uh, and I forgot the name. It's called Crimes of the Future. That's uh, David Cronenberg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Starting uh, Kristen Stewart and Viggo Mortensen. I've been excited all year. I just I did not just read it off this fucking list. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I have definitely been thinking about this one, man. Following all year. Yeah. I mean, anything David Cronenberg, I'll work with it. Absolutely. I tried to watch Racerhead once, and it was hard. That's. That's that's, that's uh Lynch. that's search. All right, go with uh, uh, the fly. Your your uh film your Twitter film video. Twitter card has been revoked. I don't do movie trivia. What the fuck? DJ, do you want try Videodrome. Who? Yeah. Videodrome. I think you'll yeah, yeah, get a kick out of sure. Videodrome. Yeah. 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 Is he the one with the uh the reanimator? Is that him too? No. No. The reanimator is good. <laughs> yeah, same same field. Reanimator is a lot goofier than everything we said. David Lynch, uh, not David Lynch. David Cronenberg is a lot more serious. But you yeah, obviously the big one is the Jeff Goldblum fly. Yeah, that's that's an amazing. Big, that's everybody's big Cronenberg uh, touch. While we're in horror though, because I'm excited for that Cronenberg too. Uh, uh, the Black Phone. Um, yeah, that's, that was on my list. list. Ethan, Ethan Hawke, indie horror. I'm in. I feel like I saw the trailer for this forever ago. It's one of those yeah. ones that's getting d delayed and delayed. Yeah, I think delayed. it was delayed in 2000. It doesn't matter because, like, everybody who's young in it probably dies, so there's no have to worry about, like, the cast growing up and having to come back in sequels or whatever. So you can just delay it and never release it. So it's a good time to release it. Um, <laughs> Do you think it's going to be sequels? Is that uh, not going to kill him in the end? No, no. He, he can come back. He's the bad guy. He's I mean, the, it, it, the obvious one also, the other obvious one is Nope. I was going to say, I want to see no, but I want to see it even more so I can stop seeing the trailer before every movie I go to see. Mm. Like, <laughs> oh my God, either make a new trailer or okay. show me that. That <laughs> marketing is going to ramp up once the 1st of July hits. Or it's, getting, it's getting kind of brutal out there. <laughs> um, 
I'm just going through the list while we're... Uh, okay, well, I got a couple, Joe. Why don't you stop just reading off IMDb? All right, man. It's not. It's editorial their, column of Ron Tomatoes. Like, I, I actually, like, look things up and have a plan. I have I'm a list. a list from the internet. I have a list. The Black Phone was on that list, and I realized we needed more content. Yeah, yeah, we do. So there's a movie coming out that I didn't hear about till I, I didn't know anything about till I started researching this, but it's called Resurrection. It's starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth, and it looks like she is like single, living with her daughter, and maybe Tim Roth is a former, uh, a former lover who was abusive, and she got away from him, but now he's like showing up in her life, and it's not just that like it like immediately sh- sends her into like full on freakout mode, and it looks like maybe she might be like planning to do some violence against him if because she, she thinks he's doing something, but. It's unclear whether he is or isn't doing something. It looked very good. And after the Night House, I mean, I think Rebecca Hall can clearly carry a movie mm-hmm. by herself. Sounds hey, after Christine. Yeah, it sounds a little bit, yeah, little bit like J-Lo's uh, Enough. <laughs> well, I'm hey, hoping you're a little bit better than that. According um, to this list, according to this list, uh, uh, The Bride is coming out. So that's the prequel to um, Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2. <laughs> Right? That can't be real. That's, that's that can't be real. Thing. That's not a. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's go to the bride. I also saw. Okay, so when I went to see Men, uh, Yusuf, you saw Men. Maybe you saw this trailer too. Did you see a trailer men, for something men, called? Men. Did you see a trailer for something called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yeah, that looks fun. It looked all right, even despite having Pete Davidson in it. It looked like a fun horror. Oh movie. yeah, I did see. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. Yeah. Oh, it's an A24 one. I saw it. It's like a party game type thing in a creepy house that turns real, you know. Uh, But it looks like it could be fun. And I have one more, and I can't believe nobody mentioned it. The girl girl from Chiba Baby is in that movie. If you haven't seen Chiba Baby, which. Well, guys, we could watch the Father of the Bride remake coming to HBO Max. You should watch the original Father of the Bride, though. Um, But no, we we got a trailer for this last week. Uh, George Miller, 3,000 Years of Walking. I think that looks rad. I was excited for it until I read it as a Netflix movie, and I was like, <sighs> "Yeah, but like that Ryan Gosling movie that looks crap too." No. Oh, the Gray Man. That looked good. The Gray Man. Russos. Russo's I don't judge. Gosling. Just Netflix movies can be bad, but they're not bad just because they're on Netflix. Netflix had plenty of decent movies on there. You got to watch out for the ones that they made themselves, but a lot of times good filmmakers and production companies make a movie and then they sell it to Netflix. And a lot of times those are very good. Like 12 fucking episodes of Stranger Things being all an hour and a half to two and a half hours long. It's a TV show. This is unnecessary. Yeah, there's no way. I am going to be shocked if they have enough story for that. One of my biggest complaints of those Disney shows has been like, because it's so much garbagey filler. I've liked Stranger Things. I have, but yeah, I'm very shocked if they can fill that much time. Like that's one awesome. time, there's no one that it's even an hour on runtime. I didn't know it was out yet. It, I, it's I didn't even out. I think what? this week. I didn't this see week. the last season. I'm not gonna watch that shit. But it, it's it's a movie every time. Yeah, it's, so now, I'm not yeah. gonna dedicate an hour and a half to to just filler. Yeah, um, and then I, I think the big one um, also that I think we could all get excited for is uh, the new Thor. I mean, they really haven't missed with the Taika Waititi at the helm. So okay. I haven't watched the new trailer, though. As you yeah, guys. I kind of left that one off just I feel like it goes without saying. It. It's like the best-looking Marvel movie this year, you know? So. Uh, so, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Although I am still going to be a Natalie Portman truther. That's not Natalie Portman. That's <laughs> Natalie Portman's head on someone else's body. And they're just like digitized. There's no way. Unless I see some red carpet photos where Natalie Portman is all of a sudden ripped. I'm not going to believe that's, that's her she body. I'm sorry. Topic. 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 It's topic time. Topic time. What? What topic do you want to go to? I don't know. You got to talk to the mic, though. Um, you do. What topic do you want to do? Uh, uh, Joe's, then. Why, why okay, be- great. So we chose this week uh, what I would consider a forgotten action movie in equilibrium. That's what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, action. But, I mean, that's what it's billed as. And No, no, it's fair. It's um, fair. So I just wanted to have a kind of a general conversation of forgotten action movies. And I do think, like, you could use that air quote for some of them. Because I feel like some... Yeah. I feel like the two... The one of my two that I have picked is a, more of a thriller. But uh, let's start with Yusuf. What, are you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I kind of... I struggled a little with it. Because I guess, like... You forgot? Forgotten. Forgotten, yeah. forgotten by who, or like especially like in the circles that we tend to run in, we tend to talk about. Nothing a lot gets of, forgotten. There's always a fan. There's you can always yeah. find a fan of anything. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, I think that's why I like you broaden the net a little bit to yeah. like thrillers but, too. But I picked the one that my dad's favorite movie. The one of the few that he did not pass out while watching it. So it, it has to be like his wife. Yeah, he's just tired. Yeah. He always passes out while watching movies. MVP. Uh, Ronin. 1988. Uh, Robert De Niro. uh, John from uh, The Professional Shawnee. Stellan Skarsgård's. Yeah, it's it's a fun uh, heist, but with a twist. They're just a bunch of mercenaries that are kind of like grouped together. They don't know each other. And then... They have to steal this mysterious briefcase, which is a little MacGuffin of the entire movie, and twists and betrayals and shoot shotguns and pistols. And there's a lot of good action um, car chases, which is praised for its realism, meaning like it's just not that great. But that's it's a good, it's a good, it's a good car chase. Uh, it's a fun movie. I've always like every now and again I I, I see it. I will see the poster. I, I think it's on HBO Max or Hulu, one of the two. And every time I scroll past it, I go like, "Ooh, I should hit play." That's my dad's favorite movie, and I never do. So maybe it is forgotten because I bet a lot of people just pass through Robert De Niro's with a gun, and you go like, "I don't, I don't want to watch it." That could be anything. That could be eighty eight minutes. Yeah. Hey, eighty eight minutes. If you want to see some of the funniest running in your life. <laughs> Watch uh, Pacino try to run through all of 88 minutes. <laughs> Talk about week. running, man. Christian, Christian Bale had to run like a fucking marathon in that movie, in that sequence. When We'll get to it, but I was like, I could Wait. not get it out of my head. Like, he just ran the entire fucking movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, running is fun. Give it a shot. It's, it's very, like, it's, it's a fast bolt down the middle. Like, it's just like, you know exactly what you're going to get, and you just, and you get it. And you're like, okay, that was cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we talked about this when we did um, uh, a Drunken Master, um, but it's one of those ones that I would always see every Sunday or Saturday morning, uh, and it's probably my favorite Jackie Chan movie of all time. And it's, I don't even know if it's necessarily forgotten. It's no, just, it's not, because I remember all of them. 
A Bronx there. A Bronx. I'm going to Bronx. 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 Jeez, a Bronx tail. It would be awesome if Jackie Chan was in a Bronx tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all dramatic. Like, he's not doing any martial arts. He's just, like, <laughs> he's playing uh, with a horrible, horrible he's Brooklyn. playing Collegio. <laughs> hey, hey, always do the door test. You know, if she opens the door for you, she's uh, the one. Don't open it. Oh, and Jackie Chan's like, should I jump through the window? And he's like, no, 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 no. Just... The whole scene with him in the hover uh, boat and with a giant, like, novelty sword that if any person that wasn't Jackie Chan in the movie just stuck their foot in between the broken door of a Lamborghini to break that, their leg would have went completely yeah, like body. shattered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's the classic, like, the even the stupid scene where he stops the entire gang in the very beginning in the little supermarket. It's just, it's... Beautiful, beautiful stuff. And then it's the classic awesome. also where you get the end credit Jackie Chan bloopers and oh, yeah, some of the classics. classics. When he breaks yeah, his foot like, on even the... Even though it's like obviously came after so many Jackie Chan classics, I, I think especially for people like me and TJ who are a certain age-ish, yeah. when it hit, this was like the first big American Jackie Chan movie. Is that so the like, one where he like jumped? the nostalgia factor too of like... It's like my... It might not be the best Jackie Chan, but it's gonna be my first. You always remember your first, you know. I mean, it's definitely a bridge scene, and it's also it's crazy because it's dubbed. Like the entire thing's dubbed, even with the actors' voices. But yeah. even the American actors in it are dubbed over, just yep. so it doesn't sound. But that's weird. like that's like that's a very that's a huge trend when because it was, it was a Chinese production mm-hmm. that that was put in in America. But yeah, that's a very big. What's the almost one? All of, almost all of his '90s movies, but the one like that that movie hit just is just banger after banger. Like, and and it has like this emotional core. You know, Jackie always likes to try. I mean, he's a good actor. He's not a bad actor. Kid but, with the game gear, there's no game yeah, in it all. The time. And the bottles just breaking. <laughs> the bottles, the bottle breaking. Oh, the bottle scene is brutal. Like, yeah, so that good. was just classic. And when he goes to the when he goes to the gangster's lair, he's like, he's like, "Is this what you want?" Like after kicking everybody's asses, like, "What what the fuck is your life?" He basically shames them into like being like better humans. He beats them up so bad they change their lives. It was so funny. That's a ball truck that gets me every time. Like, is he gonna get out? Is he gonna get out? Yeah, because you know he probably did that stunt. It was like, well, if I fall, I land on a bunch of bouncy balls. Hopefully. <laughs> is that that's the one that's the is that that is the one where uh the guy in the motorcycle got fucked up right like he yeah yeah, yeah. and i think you see it yeah you see the dogs squirt out and mac and me or uh squirt out when they when they're running after him they just all slide out you're like i don't think a couple of those made that <laughs> <laughs> a real milo and otis situation <laughs> uh, you, uh you know, again, I hate to be a broken record, and if people just would have watched no, my show, <laughs> I wouldn't have had to keep bringing up things that I've already talked about on the bunker. But I was gonna talk. That was like about, nine years ago, Brian. I I don't care. Go, they should have watched it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna talk about uh, William Friedkin movie, The Ancient Del Toro, Tommy Lee Jones. I'm talking about The Hunted. I have it. Uh, I have it. Hunted, yeah. Yeah, Hunted is such a good uh, a, a movie. Yusuf's dad probably would really like. <laughs> he fell asleep. <laughs> uh, My mom and I loved it though. It's a uh, it's a it's it's a good it's got good action, but it's also like a good 
drama about like PTSD and the horrors of war and, you know, like how war breaks you and whatever. And, uh, and it's just got some really great, like hand to hand stuff, knife fighting, best Tommy Lee Jones knife fighting since under siege, you know? (laughs) And it's like 80 minutes. Oh, it's a super tight, it's a super tight movie. Speaking of Steven Seagal, my (laughs) pick Half past dead with Steven Skull and Ja Rule. <laughs> that was like at the time because I was even thinking about that was that was like ooh late it's night. Even this, this, movie, balls, like, this movie I shouldn't be watching it and like saw that it. One's forgotten it's for shit. A it's fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, that's for that should be forgotten. Um, oh, that's up there with like Cradle for the Grave. That should have been a, a pick like, from position. Exit wounds. Or like Simon exit says. Wounds. Romeo must die. Double team. Two dudes recommending exit wounds to each other is incredible. (laughs) That's got to be after the Fast and the Furious, right? The Monica and all that. What? Half Past Dead? Ja Rule, yeah. Because I don't think he'd get a lead. After the first one, yeah. Yeah, maybe a year after. It's not like... I'm going to look it up. Um, That movie's... That's one I've always wanted to... um, How did Ja Rule fumble that bag, man? Ludacris came out of nowhere and because he literally it. tried to get that bag too much, and they were like, think, nope, "You're not worth it. We'll hire someone else." By <laughs> Luda and Tyrese Jeans. So Ja rules. So this is 2002. Oh, it's a Morris. Ch- yeah, it's a year after. Is ch- is Dom is Dom now Puerto Rican or half Puerto Rican because uh, Rita Moreno is playing his grandmother? That would well, be that would like Puerto Puerto well, Rican. Sister had Puerto a Rican, I would say. You could, uh, you could assume so. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Yeah, Puerto. Rican. Yeah, there's a there's a, a Mets pitcher <laughs> that calls himself the Puerto Rican Seth Lugo. Get your oh, fucking God. baseball out of our. Uh, Brian it's nice that here, Joe, talking about baseball already tonight, guys. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just threw this thriller on my like an honorable mention. It's not really an action movie, but I always loved it. Uh, Murder at sixteen hundred oh, with yeah. Wesley Snipes. Oh, okay. oh just, yeah. Oh, passing your. Just, I think we should change the name of the segment to Dad Movies because we've got a lot oh. of Dad movies. What was the, <laughs> oh, you know the, what's the a good one? The Passenger one. The pass in the, the uh, what's the name? Passenger what? Yeah, seven. That's a fun. Talk about the Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome movie. Yeah, that's, a, oh, that's, that's definitely forgotten. Um, 100% nobody talks about that. The only modern action I could think of is like, that's truly forgotten, was that Hardcore Henry, that POV. I oh, just yeah. watched that with Harrison the other day. It's good. It's the I, same guy, yeah. the guy who directed Nobody. It's the same director who did Nobody, oh. the Bob Odenkirk movie. Oh, really? It's really good, and it's really creative and interesting if you can like, but... I'm not gonna lie, it gets hard to watch. You're like, is it hardcore? No, it just makes me motion sick. Um, <laughs> uh, I I I legit passed out in the. That's literally one, maybe two movies I've ever passed out in the theater watching, and that's one of them. That's what I just remember like, I just remember like fighting, like just going like, and sorry, I open and there's like different sequence going, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's like alien. It's, uh, it's, I like I said, I enjoy it, but you're not wrong about it being forgotten. It's well, it's a gimmick. That's the thing, because it's just really a gimmick. And if the gimmick doesn't catch on, then people won't remember. So, yeah. 
but it was well done. It's like a creative movie that was like well executed and whatever. Um, it's, it just felt like a video game that somebody else was playing, and I just kept like I just kept. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, nobody is much better. Yeah, uh, nobody's fantastic. So seen, I'll tell you a recent one that I can't. That it's I in like HBO Max. DJ, watch it. I feel like another a, a recent one that's been forgotten that I feel like is badass, but did not get the play. And for some reason, like and, uh, you know, I want to say it's misogyny, but Atomic Blonde, uh, Charlize Theron. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, I think people brushed it off as like, oh, it's just girl John Wick. It's like, yeah, but why can't we have a girl John Wick? That sounds awesome. Like, yeah, it's just another action movie. It's no big, one said it's just a badass action movie. She kicks a lot of ass in it. It's got a weird, twisty. Uh, 80s fucking spy plot with a bunch of people backstabbing each like, other and shit. Like, no one in the 80s when, like, Stallone and Schwarzenegger were going tit for tat would be like, that's just some Italian uh, action, that's just an Italian version yeah, of, uh, just... of a Schwarzenegger film. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. It, I don't know, maybe maybe it's my rose-tinted glasses, but, like, back then people weren't this fucking obsessed with... No, you're right. It has to be the best. Everything well, is, like, the best. What's well, the thing too? Like, like if it's I, not I groundbreaking. Watched, if it doesn't yeah, like, I just, absolutely change the game. Yeah. Then it's not yeah. worth existing. Yeah, why yeah. can't like, we just get I an watched, Avatar I watched, sequel? You know, I watched. Um, I watched Men, and it was fine. It was good. It was okay. And, yeah, and I moved how on. I felt about it. Yeah, it I saw was, so many okay. takes. I saw. So, I still don't know what it's about. The third best Alex Garland movie out of three. I still so. don't know what it's about, <laughs> but I saw so many takes by just like influence being like. People are so upset. I'm like, I don't think anyone's upset about this movie. You're it's just pretty. It's pretty straightforward. Movie. Yeah, it's a yeah. very straightforward movie. Like, ah, oh, man. It, but he continues. He continues to be the MVP though of uh, weird fucking creature designs. I really want. Yeah. Like, um, I want to read his notes. I'll be surprised you know, that new Cronenberg movie has, does something as wild as the end of Men. <laughs> yeah. I wanna I wanna read like the text or the emails that he sends like his VX team like and yeah. I want this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any anything else? Any any topic? Any juice off this lemon? No. Topic. That was, that was a good topic. Good job, guys. You All know right. what? I take back what I said about the energy of this episode. It's pretty good. It's good. Right. Uh, let's Yusuf, bring it down. Let's do your topic because it goes right into. Uh, other things all right so yeah. uh we are talking about action stars that we never bought into so i don't know this just came to me uh, i don't remember the movie that i was watching and i don't remember the person oh <laughs> i was watching the red letter media uh bruce willis uh episode Mm-hmm. And all the clips and all that shit that they were showing, I was like, God damn, Bruce Willis, I cannot buy into Bruce being an action star anymore. Like, he's just, like, barely there. Not, not anymore, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought about, like, what, like, actor, even is in his prime, have you watched an action movie of? And you were like, mm, yeah, you're not an action movie star at all. I'm not buying this shit. Uh, Brian, how you start? Oh, I mean, I thought this was going to be more difficult. And then I looked at the biggest franchise on the planet and realized that the answer is Vin Diesel. Like, I never once have bought Vin Diesel as a tough guy. Like, I think I watched some behind-the-scenes stuff on Chronicles of Riddick, and you can just tell that he's very... And this isn't an insult or anything, but you can tell that he's very much like a thespian. He's like a theatrical guy. He's into, like, the art and the, like, you know, and he's got He's a D&D nerd. 
Yeah, he's a D and D guy, exactly. And it's no, like, and I mean that in, like in, not in a, a, a disrespectful way because someone like Jason Mo, uh, someone like Jason Momoa is a D and D nerd too. But like, that's well, what I'm saying Vin is like Diesel I is still buy cool. Jason Momoa. There's something about Vin Diesel that I have never, and I've liked him in action movies. Like I, I was talking about the Riddick. I actually do like the Riddick movies. That's pretty much the only Vin Diesel franchise I ever cared about. Are you like a man apart? Yeah, I, no, I did not like a man apart. Yo, the man apart features man one of the funniest. I like, love the man apart. It, it features one of the funniest shots to me ever in the movies. He's like depressed about his like wife's death. He's sitting on a rock, like a giant rock, and the camera pans in. I think he has a little cigarette in his mouth, and instead of drinking like a big bottle of like Jack or something like to you know be dramatic, he takes out the world's tiniest airplane bottle and shoots it back. And then the camera cuts the next montage. And it's <laughs> it's so silly because of, like, they could have just been like, hey, man, like, it'd be more effective to drink this bottle of, like, Jack or whatever. It just or even it a brown was, bag. Just a brown well, yeah. bag with a but undisclosed liquor a, inside. It was a uh, airplane bottle, this, like, smaller than my, about the same yeah. size or smaller than my penis. Like, it, it was. I feel like. I've, yeah, that's, that's huge. Um, so, uh, the, the reason why I don't buy um, Diesel anymore, I maybe had bought him when Chronicles for Reddit came out because I, I did enjoy that movie. Um, it's just like he became a meme. Like, he became like. Well, he bought into himself too much. And then the whole idea of like. When you heard the stuff about uh, Fast and Furious, how like they had it in their contract that they can't be beat or they have to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, him and The Rock so have to land the same number of punches or whatever. And it's just so like if you're buying into your own machismo that much, but you know you're not a real life tough guy, like get the fuck out of here. Well, that's that. how um, <laughs> the original wasn't good at all. And then I think for House Game 8, I watched uh, the Triple X like sequel, Sander Cage. Yeah. Like that's how that felt. Like, Vin oh, Diesel's like third van- one, right? Yeah, it was like Vin Diesel's Vanity Project times twelve. That movie. Yeah, and it-, it was like I watched that one because it had Donnie Yen in it. I remember. Yes, that. and like Don- someone like Donnie Yen was enjoyable. It's like, but it's like every- fifty you know- years old and skateboarding, trying to look cool. Exactly. <laughs> Like radical dude, like I don't know the idea of like taking off your fur coat to reveal all your like broy tats and stuff. It's just like it seems a, so. It's just so that's like a, that's a out of its hit. era. Like uh, I went more in a different route as I normally would. Uh, just someone who they tried to put in action movies at first, and I guess he's not as much of an actor, but John Cena when they tried to put him in that. Oh, yeah. And I think a string of these WWE action films. The never Marine. Even yeah. like, even um, not an action movie, but when he tries to play an action character, he's uh, he plays Jules' brother on Psych. Because Psych was a USA show, a lot of like WWE people made camp guests. Yeah, I remember like Evan Edge was on there a bunch of times. Yeah, John Cena showed up as a but but they used him as like a Mar- like he showed up literally as a marine and tried to be like more of an action star within that's that's when his personality switched to the wwe too because he did the whole like white rapper thing mm-hmm. he did the breathe yeah. and all of a sudden he's saluting like every yeah, he's mr patriotism he's like yeah. yeah and like it's weird because the marine i think has like 12 movies 
that. Yeah. Some, we the should wheel one day. Someone he put like, other WWE. They just like started swapping the Miz, other yeah. Oh, shit. Guys, right? The Miz, the Miz is the one other. that took over. I think he well, did like. I think there's another. Maybe a couple other guys did them yeah, too. Like, not even guys. just be the Miz. But well, I do respect some of them with Cena, though, where as someone with a career, instead of being like, well, let me keep trying to be like The Rock and do more action movies till I get it right, he pivoted and did comedies. And he's great in all of his comedies that he's in. Or at yeah. least, and I think that's allowed him to then, like, then he can do more physical stuff in comedies, which is yes. like when you get, like, the Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad. It's like, okay, now we can use oh, I his, forgot size, about his physicality and, um, you know. So, but that was, that was mine. I have some others on here I'll, I'll save, but, like, he, uh, that was one where, like, they really wanted that one to work. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is kind of a hot take, and I guess you can argue him, like, most of his movies that are action, he doesn't necessarily do too much action, so he did one and a sequel of one, and then you can also argue that one of these movies is pretty good. Um, Denzel Washington? Oh, no. that is I, a hot take. Hot that is spicy. Yeah, he's great in Equalizer. Yeah, but that, he does Equalizer, Equalizer 2. He has... Um, the Book of Eli, Book of Eli. Which is like yeah. him doing the whole full-on action thing. <laughs> and the rest of them are kind of like acting, like Training Day isn't necessarily an action movie. Yeah, Man, Man, on, Fire. Man on Fire is more, yeah, kind of like a... But even like, I want you to just, at, the, at that point, either pick it to be a dramatic thriller or an action movie, because I just don't think it really matches. Like, you're going to have him hit the, hit the lines he has to do, but then him doing uh, a lot of the action... You know what? For me... I'll say I this. It's like I buy Denzel as like a super intense guy, but like when they try to make him a tough guy is when it's yeah. like, you know, I, I can I, I see him as an intense guy who can be really dangerous and stuff, but when they're trying to make him like a like an un, like a brute, you know, I mean I don't I don't see Denzel. Talking like about that's him in um, man, uh, two, out of time. Two, two guns, safe oh, house. Oh yeah, two guns, shit, with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, right? safe house, yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but then even that one, like it's like uh, taking a Pelham one two three the remake, which was actually a pretty good remake. He doesn't play the yeah, action star in it. Man, I can't remember. Virtuosity. Yeah, it's him and John That's the one that I'm trying to remember. Virtuosity was Russell Crowe. And I'm uh, not saying just, he's bad at it at all. It's just for me, I just can't see it, and I've never have been able to. The one movie I'll give him a pass in is A Man Apart, but like they do that thing where it's obviously a huge wide shot and lava. <laughs> exclude like extensive action scenes so obviously I, it's body double but i think uh, his uh most forgotten role though would be something like at a time oh yeah, shit i have that's that's like a cop that's like a miami cop thriller like trying to find like it's very like wash digital like look yeah. like michael mann ripoff vibe yeah, I, I was gonna say the dvd looks just like well i mean the man made like seven tony scott movies like yeah, yeah. Say, that might be a tony yeah, scott style. i remember uh, watching anyway, that movie that, i think i was 12 or 13 and walking out of the theater i was like that movie fucking sucks. i saw it in, i saw it in theaters too and yeah. i just always remember being like man Denzel always has a hot wife, and that's all like we ever got like away from that movie. Like, <laughs> like about that age, like 12, 13. My being, like, my pig, my pig was Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. Um, oh, really oh. alias. She has alias, peppermint, Electra, there though, and a few others. And Oof. she's just such a nice human being. That I can't can I just can't. Yeah. No, yeah, I see like a Charlize Theron or 
Or the lady she that... Intensity to yeah, like, she looks like she would ass. fuck me up. Yeah, she would legit fuck me up. Um, but even even um, this uh, Saldana, I see some intensity behind her eyes. But like Gardner, she's like, yeah, Gardner's just like she's so sweet. She's like a very so, nice person. I kind of feel that way about John Cusack because I know he's like a crazy dude in real life who could fuck you up. But like he never, you couldn't. I don't buy that of when he's in a movie. Yeah, his like, persona, like, like something like. Con Air, he played a nerd. He played a nerd. Like he yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. Like I know, like he's transitioned a little bit, and I know he does movies overseas yeah. where he plays a tough guy sometimes and stuff. And like, uh, yeah. my and then my, and the, and the, my second one before that, your guys, um, just in case somebody sees it, but I doubt it because maybe this is a hot take. But due to his god awful acting and like zero charisma at all, and Gerard Butler? I've oh, I think that's a hot take, but I see never, it. You know, it's a hot take I'm 100% here for, though. Like, <laughs> I all the Fallen. Even the watching, gamers. even going back and watching 300, I'm like. He's the weakest of it. Is he even good at this? <laughs> like, He's the weakest. He is the like, Phantom he, of the Opera. He is such a bad fucking actor. Like, the other day, we, my wife we were was talking like. About, they're making a law-abiding citizen sequel, right? And wait, in, what? In, yeah, I, I heard they, like, are making a law. Even though that movie's, like, over 10 years old and nobody gives a shit about it. Jimmy I think Fox they're making better things to do. And, like, I was just, like, yeah, me and Sarah were just like, what? What does Gerard Butler even do? <laughs> Dude, we were, uh, the other day we were, like, looking for something to watch. And, and I was like, just put the shittiest thing you can find. Fuck it. And she hit play on The Bounty Hunter. Like this action rom com oh, yeah. with Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston, and he is so fucking bad in that movie. Like, yeah, the, the, the ugly truth. Everybody hating her. Yeah, it was the ugly truth. He had two of the same identical, like that's so funny. Uh, same year. I I have heard now. To be fair, I have heard that Den of Thieves is one of those movies that like bad. transcends being so bad that it's enjoyable again. Mm-hmm. Geostorm. Geostorm was a ton of fun. Uh, but in that one, the only... On Netflix, too. Uh, or maybe it wasn't Netflix. It was the one where... It wasn't Geostorm. Well, maybe it was Geostorm. Uh, Hurricane Heist? He might not be in that one. Is Geostorm the one where he's running away, he's trying to get his family to the bunker or whatever? Is yeah, that Geostorm? Yeah. That one in Greenland. Well, there's Greenland, Hurricane. that's the one I'm thinking. Greenland, yeah. Greenland, yeah, yeah, Greenland is pretty... It was, was okay. Not He's not good in it, but it's fine. Yeah. There's Hurricane Heist also. Which is a yeah. batch, which is another like ridiculous. You know what? He's not even in that. That's Toby Kebbell. Ford apart. Any any honorable mentions? Um. Yeah, I think uh, speak, uh, picking staying with women. Um, Megan Fox. I feel like there was a time where they were trying to throw her as an action, like to be badass action star, and I just never bought her. It's like you're hot and you have that dangerous thing to you, but like. You don't play. You, she, that dangerous she, thing. You you play. She plays um tough really poorly. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I was uh, gonna say we're just talking about how good the Thor movie looks, but I'll say Chris Hemsworth. Oh, just put that. Start putting that dude in comedies. Like he's not built to be an action star. You can't sell him movie? just because he's handsome with big muscles doesn't mean he's ready to. You know he's there for that. I agree. I agree with that one. Looks um, good. Looks good. And then it's as a one, funny, just put it in some fucking comedy. As a joke, I just wrote Kevin Smith's kid when you said people you couldn't buy as action stars. 
My, I'll tell you what, this is no joke. We watched that Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and it sucks. It's horrible. But the thing that made Sarah the most upset about it is that his shitty daughter keeps putting people in uh, chokeholds and choking people out, and she doesn't real like, like, and like doesn't lock it in, and it looks real crappy. And Sarah was all mad that people Sarah watches her shitty arm or for her shitty rear naked choke. And I love that Sarah, because Sarah watches like fights too. So yeah, she, she was just like, she's not even locking that in. This she's just so <laughs> like of all the things to hate about that movie, I just love that 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 was the thing that bothered the most. Like that movie is garbage, but she was like honed right in on that one thing. Like Ugh. it's just a it just shows her shitty lazy acting and she's a nepotism <laughs> kid. She didn't even lock in that thing. Doesn't even make it look real. <laughs> you know who I want to see in an action movie? Like a fully like female um action movie, Christina Ricci. That'd be kind of badass. Yeah. Oh, you know you know what my pop unpopular opinion well, is that's what or I thought hot take. Do some shit. She was in the new Matrix, but she was basically like in it for five minutes. Speaking yeah. of speaking of the Fast and the Furious cast. I never, Gal-Gadot. ever have, um, I'm just trying to make sure I get her name right, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. thought Michelle Rodriguez played action in Tough Well. Really? Not, even, in Resident e- not even the first Resident Evil? You ever seen Girl Fight, dude? I never saw it. I just, the first time, she always, she always, makes me, movie. she always makes me laugh. With her tough acting. I always thought she's pretty good in the first Resident Evil. And then, like, from there on, she's always doing that same thing. So I guess maybe it didn't, yeah. like, fly for me as much. So. I don't know. That's just my, like, hot take where it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> topic! Topic. We got another topic. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. So uh, full of to- we're so topic-rich today. Obviously, I've been spitting out some, like, really great topics the last couple episodes. And I thought I'd give my brain a break and just kind of regurgitate something that we brought up, I think, in early episodes, earlier episodes, but we're obviously not as polished as we are now. So um, we figured... That's how I would describe the, this show. Polished. Was it a three-movie marathon that you would group together yeah. mm-hmm. just to show somebody or, like, an animal? No, it was just, like, you pair, like, a wine and cheese pairing. Like, it doesn't... Oh, there, you know, like, you know, I always thought of it, like, you know, you get to run a theater for a weekend, you're gonna throw a triple feature, you know? A common, a common theme that runs through them, or a style. There's to be oh, something kind of together, you know? Yeah. I have a purpose. Yeah, or a purpose, yeah. like... Oh, well, yeah, well, I... I'm gonna jump in front of Brian, just give mine out, and it's, like, the perfect <laughs> dad weekend... Um, which I can't wait to do whenever I am able to pop out kids myself. Um, but um, you're gonna pop out kids? No, but if I could, I would, dude. No, junior, a junior. Yeah, feminism. Uh, I I'm struggling on a third one right now, so I might just take one out of like off the shelf of his that doesn't necessarily match with these two. But I'm gonna start the weekend off with Great Outdoors. Gonna do Great Outdoors. Um, John Candy, as a dad, we've talked about this before, I think for like a Father's Day episode last year, something. Uh, best dads on film. He, to me, is the best dad on film. If I didn't have a dad at the time, that would be the dad I would think about having. Um, and also, with that, you get Dan Aykroyd, you get uh, Annette Bening, um, I don't know who played his wife, but she he, he always has the diamond wives, too. Shout out whoever that actress is, she's gorgeous. Um, I would probably follow it up with more. Oh, this is tough because then do I do plane, trains, automobile? It's like a holiday thing, or do I throw in like the the um, the one where he's like undercover cop that does a whole bunch of different. Uh, it's like his 
one. Oh, like who's Harry Crumb? Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? And then I'll let you guys decide what you would put in the middle of a John Candy marathon because it's a tough one to throw in there. And the last one is probably one of my favorite movies of all time, Summer Rental. Uh, okay, if you're already getting summer rental in there, then your middle one should be Uncle Buck, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, your, like, that's because I think Great Outdoors and Uncle Buck are the quintessential John Candy movies. Although I always, every summer, do summer rental and Great Outdoors. That's like a back to that. I always do that. It's like one of my Fourth of July weekend. Split Blu-ray you know. of them both. I believe I have it. Um, it's just my most comforting I, I think i watched some rental like last sunday or something like that just had to throw it on and watch it then of course after that i saw great outdoors do that on and just went from there but like if, if you know you're a real summer rental head when you're watching the credits because you like the you like the part with the pictures yes you see all the pictures that she that the mom's taken and they play the song oh, it's so, so good. good and like so little yeah. they, they the saw that they from the uh, montage they play it again <laughs> Yeah, it ha- also has probably like my biggest crush ever on film and uh, uh, Andy Green. Is that her name? Uh, oh, the chick from The Wizard. Yeah, no, that's not the chick from The Wizard. That's almost like that's Jenny Lewis, but this is the one from The Goonies. And oh, say that's the same girl. Lucas, that is not Frizzy Redhead. That's the same They're, same girl. They're not all the same, Joe. Bad. Take DJ a from me. They're all the same. Who gives a fuck? I live in India. All right. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yusuf, what you got? Uh, yeah, we're going to the 80s, guys. We're going to put on some fake vampire teeth, and we're going to eat some uh, popcorn and raisinets, and we're going to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to start off with this, you know, quasi-comedy horror. But then, you know what? We're going to take it up seriously, and then we're going to go into The Lost Boys. Now, this has some a little bit of element, of, you know, it's a little bit serious, but it has some comedy. And then you want to go home, not shit in your pants, but we're going to do Fright Night, the original. Hell yeah, you know, hell yeah, Peter Vincent. It has, it has some good uh, horror elements, but it's also funny and still. I just, I just want to step in real fast before you keep going, because then you said if we're going back to the 80s, well, he's from 1992. Oh, that, that, that's... Get the fuck out of here. What was your trivia uh, thing earlier that we was, we're equal now? We're like in the. <laughs> bounce, yeah, bounce we were, that. <laughs> that's so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Those are all those are all good picks, actually. I love, I love, I've always, I, I never got into the show, but I've always been a big fan of Buffy the movie. I think the movie's very solid. Plus, oh, yeah, you got maybe Ben Affleck in there real quick. He gets a little cameo. I fucking love that get the guy that keeps trying to kill her and they can't kill her. Yeah. His name, um, Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin, motherfucker. Yeah, I wanted to say Pee Wee, but I wanted to say actual name. The, the um, Paul Rubin death scene is an all-time like yeah. classic movie moment. It's so ah, Chrissy Swanson's doing some cool things today. Yeah, but she, regardless, she was a she not was actually. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. She's, yeah, she's a diamond in the she, uh, 1992, she, aka the late 80s. She was Last Setter's wife in Psych, and then in the third movie, where it's all about him. Guess who is not invited back to be in that movie? <laughs> she uh, and also didn't uh, R.I.P. Um, J, uh, Pre- uh, Jason Priestley. Yeah. Lead. Yeah. R.I.P. and um, no wait, Luke Perry. 
Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Luke Perry. He's, he's he's still alive. Thing. See Please now you now you're now you're down again. Now okay. you're down again. Um, and also obviously the young David Arquette, but yeah. that might be. I I want to pick that like 17 times for every time we have a flyover, but then it just gets knocked out by <laughs> something else. It won't be the next, but it's definitely on the list unless someone else takes. Yeah, it. I got I got another marathon, but uh, Brian, what's up? Oh. All right, so I wanted to do what I okay, like Joe, to call. Okay, No, shut, shut up. It's my turn. It's for me now. It's my time. It's my time. Down here. All right. This is my Planet Hollywood bottom barrel three-piece. So I took, I, I took, we got Stallone, we got Schwarzenegger, and we got uh, Bruce Willis. And I, I took this. what I consider to be their biggest failure from the peak of their career. <laughs> so... Nice. We got Stopper My Mom Will Shoot, yeah. Junior, yeah. and Hudson Hawk. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love Hudson Hawk. Yeah. I kind of want, can I come over and watch the two? <laughs> I, this I sounds like a, this is a flyover three-piece if there ever was one. <laughs> this sounds yeah. like a great time, but like I need copious amounts of alcohol. <laughs> All I remember is like uh, him faking his death and like in an ambulance in a gurney, and then he popping out with guns. And I was like, "Yeah, this movie's fucking awesome!" And I'm like, five or six. talking about vanity projects. That was Bruce Willis's like, I could sing because he wanted to be yeah. a singer more than yeah, anything was... else. Oh, Bruno, poor Bruno lost his voice. That's that's yeah. you know people are gonna lament the acting we lost, but we're never gonna get that sequel Bruno the... record either. Like that's <laughs> well, we already got the return of Bruno, so is it? Oh, damn, Bruno rides. Yeah, Bruno <laughs> rides again. Obviously, Bruno rides again. Okay. Or they could have brought that kid Bruno the cartoon. I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but there was like a time, probably I'm gonna do this again, late nineties, mid nineties, late nineties, where HBO had three. The eighties. 14, 15, and 16. 14 was like your normal blockbusters. 15 was like kind of the follow-ups. And 16 had a weird like TMC kind of style to it. But there was one Bruce Willis movie that would show up at like 1, 2 in the morning all the time on 16. What is the movie where Color it's of the night. Not sexy? What? Color of, uh, Color of night. night. Color of did night, you, yeah. I never knew that was Bruce Willis. I'm not going to say what it did to me as a child. Penis. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was the first one floppy. where like, I, he, he was like in a pool and you see his dong or something. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, floppy like, penis. It's softcore, it's softcore porn, basically. Yeah, it was yeah. exactly. It was literally like where he had kind of tumbled down and then Quentin put him in Pulp Fiction and Pulp Fiction brought him back. Like, he, he Die Hard, he had Die Hard. And then from Die Hard, he like tumble, 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 tumble. And then in '94, boom, he comes back. And then he's up again, pretty much the rest up of his again, career. Yeah, yeah. he does like, to, like he does the Disney's the kid. But that's what that's what fucks me up because like fucking Disney. You're like it's not Disney's the kid. I never like put together that, that was Bruce Willis. I always thought it was like a weird like yeah, it's Spencer Breslin, bro. I thought it was like the cable knockoff version of Bruce Willis. So yeah, there's a TV Sweeney. Well, I walked in on my mom and dad watching together like one morning and I was like, hey, relax. Hey. And I was like, oh, my dad's like, yeah, this is a great Bruce Willis movie, which says a lot about him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, that's Bruce Willis? He's like, yeah. Like, like where TJ's tastes come from all like slowly falls into place, <laughs> you know? Soft, <laughs> soft Bruce Willis penis floating in the water. Ever knew. Joe. Yeah, so I went with uh, what do I want to spend a perfect uh, Saturday just drinking beers and hanging out and experiencing three different types All of emotions. 
just I, I went with three different types of emotions, no and I, I want to vibes. curate this more of like uh, a symphony or or a marathon, not a marathon. Oh yeah, a marathon, not I a sprint. I don't know. So I think a, I think I wake I up. Lost. Yeah, whatever. I wake up, uh, crack open some morning drinks, put on some put on Step Brothers, get some laughs. Some people come over. Enjoy step, you know. Everyone likes step bro. Like you, we, there's something for everyone. It's Real very yeah, enjoyable. Crowd teaser, sure. Then I want to get a little rowdy. I really want to like kick it in gear, but I want to like also, you know, play more drink games. Kind of go, what the fuck was that? So I'm gonna throw in crank on there. I just, that's a left turn. Just really, really, you know, throw a middle action movie. But I want to go like the extreme action actions. So what if I want to watch you just look across the room every five minutes and be like, oh shit. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they're fucking just, in the street. I'm keeping, I'm keeping, you know, my beer, my beer intake up or whatever drink of choice is. Or if you're smoking, you're going to smoke, but you won't maybe, you won't fall asleep. Uh, and then, and then we're going to later in the day after crank, we're going to take another turn. I'm pretty drunk by now. We want, I want to, I want a nice solid cry, but like cheer before the day's over. And I'm going miracle. Oh, okay. All right. Just really that this is when I'm this is when I'm peak twelve beers You've been in ramping up and now and it's I'm time so to like get focused. your emotion on. Yeah, right? and I'm ready just to, to root for John Kurt, Kurt Russell and cry. Jack O'Kellen and comes back after his knee injury and fucking yeah. playing the game. RIP that guy because he killed himself. That's oh, true. So that's my marathon, which doesn't <laughs> uh, the theme is just vibes. It's a pure Start off really fun. It's, yeah, it's all about emotion. It's like yeah. you just like it's yeah, movies that make you feel something. Yeah. So because I was like, I could own... do the I could do the Nick Cage marathon, which I've done a billion times, oh, and God. like there's all sorts yeah. of stuff you could have done. But my my honorable mention was the kid with magic in sports games, uh, rookie of the year, like Mike and Angels in the outfield. Okay. Ooh, I think Does... you know what? Can we sub out Angels in the outfield because that's really boring. Oh, I have one. I have one. I don't know if it counts, though, because it, it takes place on a baseball field. Also, stars the same kid from Rookie of the Year, but a kid in King Arthur's Court. I would say, yeah, a kid in King Arthur's Court, but I, the one I would switch out is Rookie of the Year because Rookie of the Year is not magical. That's an injury. That's like a, a, a physical thing. There's, yeah, no magical no, like, there's no magic element to it. <laughs> I don't know, but it goes away. Though. Baseball again. <laughs> Well, what's the team that uh, beats the, the beats the threatens the Cubs all year? This one's for mommy, mommy. Yeah. So yeah. the Yankees. The Mets. No, that's the Mets. Yeah. Oh, the Mets. The Yankees. Oh yeah. The, I remember it being the, on New York. The Yankees wouldn't sign over their logo rights, I'm sure, to <laughs> to do that movie. Shout out another great John Candy role where he plays the uh, sport commentator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a John Hughes-produced movie. Well, they do the thing where him and that, like, that, like, one dude that you see in a bunch of, like, early 90s movies, they do the thing where they're flicking the thing, uh, mic back and forth, and one's, like, the lead. And one's yeah. a color communist, and he's like, look, when I flick it, you don't flick it back. Like, that's one of my funny That's a fun movies. movie. That's a fun, fun baseball movie. Um, speaking of not fun, uh, you guys want to move on to... Uh, topic! Oh, no, right. Oh, movie. no, it's not the topic. Time to talk about the movie, guys. Talking about the movie. We're talking about the movie. I love The Matrix, dude. Yeah, I wanted to... Hey, TJ, maybe you didn't get the message, man. 
Forget the Matrix, okay? <laughs> so Forget bad. the Matrix. I expect that. That's sorry. The hubris. That was not scripted. I swear. Yeah, the, the hubris of this box cover. Dude, this... dude uh, Brian, is that from a poll quote from Elisa Critic? Um, it's from WBAI. It doesn't even say what city that's in. <laughs> Forget the Matrix. Jesus uh, Ebert Christ. and Roper gave this two thumbs up. Just yeah, so Ebert gave it three out of four. Again, uh, Roper said spectacular gun battles and fight scenes. <laughs> um, so, guys, we're talking about if you if you don't know, we're talking about the early two thousands Christian Bale vehicle Equilibrium, which is a riff on Fahrenheit four fifty one and and kind of nineteen eighty four, and it's about a, a future society that survived a third world war, and their answer was that people's emotions are what cause all the problems and feelings are the issue. So everybody takes drugs all day, every day to suppress their emotions. Mm -hmm. And you have a special police force called the uh, Graviton Graviton Cleric, uh, which are like specially trained gun ninjas, but they also go around and seek out and burn art because um, it kind of, invokes some. They're, they're the SS. They're the Gestapo. It's not very well. That's hidden. why. That's why you should. I mean, the logo is just the Nazi NFTs. symbol. You should invest in NFTs now because Christian Bell cannot burn it. You can't burn yeah, it. Also, NFT. they will always exist digitally, guys. Also, they kill your animals. Yeah, they well, anything that gives you emotion. So it's like. They don't even allow like love between families. Like your kids are actually weird little incels yeah, that live in your house and rat on you if you. If <laughs> you were so felt... That was so funny. Yeah, the the Hitler baby, yeah. little baby yeah. Hitlers and stuff all over the place, standing the... on the street corner, pointing at people. <laughs> the this felt like a precursor to like a very shitty YA movie. Like, wow. all those YA movies that came out after, like, Harry Potter, they had, like, the same fucking shitty premise. Like, a world it. where, like, something is off. Like, there's this one thing. Everything seems a utopia, but what? But there's something going on, like... And, and like, I'm, I'm a big fan of books. Like, I love books. I could pan over to, like, the pile that's just collecting dust over there. But I wouldn't die. <laughs> I wouldn't die for a book though. Like Sean Bean, come on, baby, just grab that oh, book. Oh, guys, um, <laughs> I I what book was something. it though? You know, a teacher of mine. Uh, after we read Fahrenheit 451, said, "Hey, there's this movie, and this is when I saw this as in class." Nice. And it, and unfortunately, so with our world events, I went, this would never be shown for just the extreme gun violence in class. For a, school movie, for a movie to watch in school, this is pretty rad, though. No, like, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I did not say about it. If you got to watch this yeah. in school, that's pretty dope. It's like, it was it's cool like to watch this? in school. She, 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 I think she fast-forwarded through some of like the major fight scene just to be oh. like, see, oh, there's... Well, then there's nothing left. <laughs> yeah, she was like, see, there's burning. And I, I do remember she dropped... I forget the name of the teacher, but she was like... Yeah, and the, apparently the creator invented something called Gun Kata for the movie. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, wait, how, what, how do we approach this? Should we talk about, like, because I actually don't think the plot of, you know, like, 
emotion. He, like Christian Bale is doing a really good job. He does some really good acting of as a guy who like this is basically the perfect Christian Bale role. He's playing he's an like, emotionless psychopath who then slowly like No, it wasn't slow. But it wasn't slow. He was like having a full mental breakdown in the streets and everybody's like, he clearly is taking the pill still. Everything is good. And he's like sweating and running. Well, and but crying. you find but you come to find out that that was part of the plan that they wanted him to go off his meds and naturally find his way to the resistance so that they could use him as a, the you know, problem as a way. with this so movie like, isn't the in acting. Retrospect, it gives them leeway to let him act abnormally yeah, the, and not pay the, attention the, to it. The problem with this movie isn't the acting. Everyone's no, I think acting well. I mean, hey, it's the Mona Lisa up. scene. But how, because how, that how, Mona Lisa is too big. Mona Lisa no, I'll take that is back. smaller. Take Dig sucks. Super small. <laughs> If we did one episode, one episode of this where we just show no emotion, it might be really hard to get through. We could probably do it. Like, I don't see acting. I just see these, like, this is my second time seeing this. Um, I saw it, like, a really long time ago on, like, Netflix. Yeah, think, like, Netflix first started. Watch it again. But, like, there's no acting. It's just reading off of it. You're supposed to make yourself look like you're reading off the teleprompter. Right, because everybody's supposed to be emotionless. They're yeah. not. That's why I think, like, you do see Christian Bale doing something, because, like... Except that new... But his new partner, so his new partner is, like, super cocky, and he's always smiling, and I was like... Yeah, he's smirking and so kind of making little jokes. I was like, that's weird. you wouldn't be making little jokes. There's no... no that's emotion. Sort of thing is, and also, yeah. like, there's all these turns of phrase that they always keep using. They're always like saying sorry and thank you. And it's like, why would you even bother with that? Like you in a society with no feeling and no emotion. You and also with those kind of pleasantries, right? Like And also grown men like, saying father really irked me a lot. This is just like bad minority report at the end of the day for me. That's yeah. And, and minority report is not that great too. So no, minority report is not good. No, that but that movie is like fine. No, yeah, I like Minority Report, but I, yeah, it's like, it's like, like yeah, it's like this movie has an okay concept at its core. It's all right. It's interesting enough. I, it's just hijacked. It's just like the, it's like the, a, a, a dust off of an old concept. But sci-fi does that all the time, so I'm fine with that. I don't care about yeah. that. The biggest insult to this movie, I could say oh. to it, and it's basically insult to any movie, is with all the action they crammed in there or the gunfights, it was just boring. Yeah, that's my big thing about it is that like first of all, you say all the action. I feel like there's like three action sequences in the whole. Yeah. Movie. But the last, the last, se- the last like twenty minutes is just action. Hey, Gak yeah, is, like, that's gun, fair. Like that's gun fair. work. Just take that. 20- and like, and he's so good at Gunkata that he can stand in the middle of a room full of AK-47s and not get a single well, gunshot. Yusuf, did you li- did you listen to the movie's explanation of Gunkata? The positions that they stand in make them less of a target, and eat, like they 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 are posed outside of the normal shot patterns for people, <laughs> even though. Uh, so everybody would just immediately change their shot patterns as soon as Gunkata was in, was invented. <laughs> yeah, you know you have a great you know you have a great script when one it starts off with a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> and two like every other scene is like a fucking exposition. Like, and we did this and this happened, and you know that this happened, right? If you, if you are someone who shoots a gun, which I've never shot a gun in my life, I know a little bit about just because of like you shoot center mass. There's center mass ever changes. <laughs> It's always a. It's always, no matter how you twist and turn, your center mass is pretty much where it is. You're fucking stuck in that one spot. Box. Now, I will say, 
I liked some of the fun, like the edits when he was standing in a circle of dudes and he would be like, that look cool. <laughs> There's like some fun <laughs> moments there where they like edit it really fast. And well, like flashes are going off. I was like, all right, that's fun. And well, then he flips the guns over and does the hammers and the little things come out of the end and he's hammering dudes helmets faces in. That's fun too. Well, their big, their big stamp of this movie was we didn't use any wire work or CGs. But you never jumped. Yeah, yeah, they use trampolines to do any jumps. And I understand, I guess, like the the cost of what, not as making a movie, but like all these <laughs> movies, like Minority Report and, and this movie, with the clips, like why aren't bullets just like somehow, not even like bullets anymore at this point in time, everything's been rearranged and changed. Like why aren't guns, you don't need to reload ever just make it like that. I know, like, movies, like, the joke is, like... Because, well, the whole thing, the reason that bullets... I, my my rationale for why in the future you always still have bullets is because bullets are cheap. It's much cheaper to make bullets and shoot bullets like, at things than it is to make, like, energy plasma cannons, you know, that probably, like, cost a lot of money. Are you a scientist, my, though? That, that, that critique that TJ just said, I've always had about the Matrix. Like, they can bend the world, but they still have to reload their guns. <laughs> sequence to see like watching somebody drop a clip into a hand and then flip it up in the air and then somehow I don't know the thing where he throws out the little clips and they balance and then he gets them <laughs> yes. he loads them that's dope I'm sitting that's there I'm fun. like just fucking have a gun that has either a banana clip with got the little thing in his sleeve yeah he's Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver well, instead of a gun though it's just a clip it just puts a new could you imagine um, having to be the... No, there's some... At the very end, they introduce samurai swords out of nowhere. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah also we do swords now. <laughs> that was, well, that's that where cool, some of the uh, dancings was... come to katatana. Well, you do <laughs> see him practicing with the wood sticks earlier, him and Tay Diggs. And... I... It was like a, but it was like a police baton, though. It wasn't like... Yeah. It wasn't even like a wooden sword. Or like, you know, yeah. getting some motion back, but the scene where they were just killing puppies was just like, why is this here? Yeah. Oh, my rough. wife was so pissed. That is like, man, buddy, you've done this a million times. Like, you're the best shitty police officer in this city. Yeah. You've yeah. killed thousands of people's pets. Yeah. What? What? What are you doing here? Yeah, and you're about to you're about to blow it all. You've got like here's my thing is like you've got kids, and if you're just feeling emotion for like the first time, but your and your whole thing is like I gotta protect this puppy. <laughs> my wife gone. said uh, Christian Bale walked so John Wick could run. Yeah, I, I had that same thought <laughs> too. I was like, yeah. oh, John Wicked on those guys. <laughs> yeah. But I feel I like think, Christian I Bale think just everybody... wanted to kill his kid the whole movie. Yeah, I think everybody started to suspect him when he rolled into town with a sticker that said, Who Rescued Who? And it was like a paw print. <laughs> My dog's a Democrat. I'm the proud grand, you know, grandparent <laughs> of a grand pet or something. Like. My dog's a Republican. He looks like that guy you bite over and you have like a gold retriever, like a bigger dog. And he's like, I love dogs. And the dog just goes up and he's like, ah, he's, he's the first guy. <laughs> hey, get it away from me. And it's like, he's that guy to me. I'll say this, uh, even though I say that Christian Bale was fine at acting, one of the few movies where his his accent was shining through in some of his very few dialogue he had. Yeah. Like, you hear some of his Britishness. Australian? Um, what is or, that? He's British. He's British. Is he British or is he Welsh? Welsh. 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 
Don't, um, don't get us. It's, it's fine. He's very, he's British very Welsh. good. They're all the same. It doesn't matter. You don't have to. It's fun. Like you don't have to respect the difference hey. between white people countries because they're all he's white. He's just white. Just yeah. white. It's not like you mess Is with it? Korean and Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Like you didn't call. Yeah, that's fuck. you're not allowed to do that. But for white people, it's totally cool. Yeah, who gives a fuck about sure. nobody cares. Um, uh, is it me or all the stashes look like um either a grandma's house or a garage sale that nobody Gra- wants grandma's to attend? Grandma's house. I don't. It made right? no sense. A hoarder, a hoarder house. Like they all look like from the nineties. Like the carpet team. The... It's like it's like oh they they bust into Emma Thompson's place and they're like and they rip down her wall and you're like you like you didn't save anything tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's 2072 and like this stuff's been going on a while and people still just have like old VHS sets and fucking yeah, well, like it's like it's also like what is the cultural significance of have of saving ugly wallpaper inside this room like what did you need to be in here oh thank God you protected the sanctity of shag carpeting we would never want to forget that those days. And the the messaging was so fucking heavy handed that it gets to a point where you're like, I get it, emotion, like we feel and our and our desires and and we decide what we will feel what that they, makes us human. We get it, dude. Shut the fuck up already. What if they found a Morbius poster? Because you know, it's like, wow, this is art. This is what people used to do and watch, and it's it's fucking. It's like the Lethal Weapon 4 joke in Demolition Man. Or yeah. 3. Yeah. Weapon 3 joke. Uh, uh, yeah, I, uh... This movie, this movie is, is not, like, horrible, but it, it got to a point where I was, like... It's definitely not as good as I remember. It should be an hour and 25 minutes. I, re- I mean, it, I'm not going to edit it in, but if I was, like, a good editor, I would edit in when I said to you, this pick is going to backfire. Because you said, like, oh, I haven't watched it, and I, I really want to watch it again. I was like, ooh, this pick could backfire. And I was like, it really does. I feel like this movie could really back, backfire. I can't wait to tell you about how I had to watch it. I can't wait to tell you. I feel like this movie takes itself very seriously. Well, I can't wait to tell you. Like, uh, like I would say it, it's, it aged better than a Boondock Saints, you know? Yeah. yeah. But that is just, like... Not what I thought it would be, because I don't didn't remember when I first saw it, but it's not like you know, what it was, I assumed. You know, also, another... in the in the same way that like I don't think X2 holds up when you put put it up against modern comic book movies, this doesn't hold up when you put it against modern, more modern action movies, because you're like, this needs like two more action beats in it at least. Yeah. Like you know what it's saying. Like you, there's you know, there's a lot of like dead space on the table where you could fit a couple more action beats in here. Uh, you know what reminds me? You know what lane it fits in? It fits in with Gattaca too. Yeah, I can see that. Or like, like something like slower, the island. The, yeah, it's like a slower, like headier, yeah. like sci-fi film that like is presenting as action. But mm. you're right. There's only a few beats in it, and it's more of a thinking man's movie. Even if that's a heavy fucking message thinking. But also, like, the message in it isn't that smart. It really is just, like, feel emotion. It's like, okay, that's all? That's all you have to say about that? Just it's better to feel Art is important. Yeah, art is important. It makes you feel. so fucking, like, 
self-flagellate. Like, if somebody's giving him himself a fellation. A piece of art where the message is art is important. Yeah, so it's, it's just like the writer. It's lame. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking disingenuous. So, do you guys want to go into... No. Uh, can, we talk about, can we talk about Dollar Store Helena Bon Carter? Um... <laughs> Why did yeah. he fall in love so instantly with her? I get it, like well, he's he just hasn't feel. felt anything, and he's and he's also immediately feeling guilty about his wife. He, when you find out at the end that he was present when she got burned to death, that's pretty raw. Like, yeah, why does why does everybody get the same red robe to, to on his way to to get very, it's very, I like all the ceremony of like you're burning, you know, they like put all this pomp and circumstance into it. Just fucking throw in the burner. Throw a carcass in the fire and let's move on. It's almost like this movie would have worked as a Tom Cruise vehicle. Yeah, I mean, he does a oh, lot of shit. Him and Katie Holmes? Yeah. Yeah, oh, both just good. dead eyes. Yep, tons of dead eyes. And then him like, smelling, the him smelling that ribbon. Incredible. This him smelling the ribbon was so disturbing. I feel like he actually came on set. Like, his, he was acting so well, much. Well, he is method. I mean, yeah. Well, guys. Yeah. Well, guys. <laughs> I, Charlie's Angels, who's the kid, the guy who's, who rips their hair out? Uh, uh, Chris Glover. Chris Glover, yeah. Back to no, future. no, no. No, no, it's not. It's uh, yes, the it guy is. Back to the Future. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. No, I thought you said Christopher Plummer. I was like, that's not the guy. <laughs> nope, not Christopher Plummer. Like, not the guy. Dude, you're like two points down. You're like, you keep well, going down. Well, guys, I hope you like Equilibrium because guess what? It's a show on Hulu now. <laughs> what? It is? No, but couldn't you see that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. fuck you. I was like, oh. I, like, oh here, I was going to go check out the Equilibrium show. Just yeah, go just like faithful they were in the source material. No okay. The only thing, other thing I want to talk about before the end of the movie, or before, before we get into the ratings phase, is the f- the the finale with uh, Angus McFadden as the bad guy who was revealed to be the, the bad guy. The fight sequence that is and almost unwatchable. The ultimate gun kata. Nothing is funnier to me. People, it's so weird because people seem to really like that ghost dog movie with uh, with. It's fine. It. Nothing is sillier to me than somebody moving a gun like this and like whipping a gun around like it's a sword. I, I that is so fucking stupid. That's why I love those internet, the little TikToks you see of like it'll be some self defense course of a guy showing you how to disarm oh, yeah. someone. They have a gun to your head and then they just cut to like a it's heaven immediately. <laughs> as soon as somebody tries it, it's just like oh. those are so good. The, the guys, the, they do a great Always Sunny on that too, where he's got the sword and he's trying. And they're like, I'll serpentine. He's like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> hey, the God situation. <laughs> it's like the slapping away of like, no, I'm about to, like, okay, maybe try, like, okay, you're slapping your hand away and you got the gun. Maybe try this. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Maybe you, you we're not like we're not the old school WWF figures where it's just a, a wide recovery. <laughs> we're very articulated. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of joint movement, guys. Bang, <laughs> bang. It's so funny. Although I do love when he cuts Tay Diggs' face off. That's really I love the very dismissive way he handles Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs has been real cocky the whole movie, and he's coming up and he's swaggering, trying not to miss an emotion. Eric, and it's like a three cut. It's like a real Kill Bill move moment where he's like, yeah. it was missing brutal arterial spray, which would have been awesome. <laughs> 
anything like that in the movie, and then like all of a sudden, Tate takes his neck, and she's like, raining, I'm gonna give this probably the most middle of the road score that we've done. A very rookie one. This is like, there's really something about Christian Bale's face. I don't know what to say about it. Sky Bowl. But it's yes, that thing bothers me so much. And every time Batman begins, when they close up on his face, I'm just like, just get it, get it lasered off. You can squeeze it, but nothing's gonna come out. So You're rich, man. You don't have to have that. It's in your line of vision. I'm going to give it a five point. And I bet you he tells the camera, he's like, the camera's on this side, the good side. And he's like, no, no, no. The fuck over here to this side. Get my mole. Respect. <laughs> I have glasses, and if there's like a speck in my line of vision, I'm all, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. So I give this 5.0. Hey, fucking remove it um, on his face. It's it's fine, but like I, I didn't like the Matrix. You guys all know this. I've said this a billion times. It's just kind of felt like obviously one of the ripoffs, adding to the fact that I had so many teachers make me watch that Fahrenheit 451 from like the old one. They did just redo that with Michael B. Jordan. Re- yeah, Michael B. Jordan. That is unwatchable. I heard. Uh, I was gonna say there's that. two movies you can show in high school, which I wanted to say earlier: the old Romeo and Juliet, where you get to see full on black Christmas boobies, or Equilibrium would be pretty tight if I was in your Yeah, house. I was going to say, I'd be happy to watch yeah. Equilibrium. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think they're showing I don't think they're showing that anymore. Alright, I'm, I'm going to rate them, Brian, then Joe, and then Joe, so that's his pick. Uh, yeah, this movie is fine. Four point four baby Hitlers. Brian. Four baby Hitlers is pretty low for fine. I'll give this like I give this up to like six point two. Um six point two dead puppies. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, the dead puppies. And puppy. it was so cute too. They were like they oh, were very cute puppies. And they got he was very just hanging out. They, they, they got very shotgun murdered off camera at least. <laughs> also, <laughs> if you can't fucking have unlimited bullets, think of a very like civilized way to do that if you're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like flamethrower. Uh, um, five. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm right there with TJ with the five point seven. Small. Smaller. Oh, I mean, oversized Mona Lisas. Yeah. Yeah. There's. That was a huge Mona Lisa. Yeah, Mona Lisa's like this big. This yeah, <laughs> big. He's little. This is bigger. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's fine. Very All right, Joe, tell us your pick then. All right, so I'm going the, next week. It's going to be the 99th episode <laughs> <or> next <laughs> week. Next oh, week. Oh, my gosh. And so we're reaching 100. So I, I wanted to go back to uh, our favorite year on Flyover, 1999. I think it's where we have the most picks from. It's a dope year. Great year for cinema. And I wasn't sure cinema. if I was trying to be funny or not, you know, like, like trying to make us suffer or not. But I think I'm going to go with the pick. Uh, and let's revisit South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm actually a classic. Uh, I, know it, I, know I have not well. seen that in a while. I know yeah, yeah I, well. I picked up the Blu-ray not too long ago. Uh, very, just excited to watch it. Joe is going to be responsible for the Devil's song being stuck in my head for the next two weeks. Uh, uh, 
I almost watched Simon's. I almost picked Simon Says, the Dennis Rodman oh, vehicle, oh, after oh, watching the trailer. And then I was like, it can't be as good as the trailer. Oh. The Dennis Rodman vehicle, he says. All right, yes. where are going to people you know, find you? Claude Van Damme movie, come on. Yeah. <laughs> he, he fucking forgot the muscles from Brussels. He's like, you Free, know, the Dennis it's Rodman movie. Fame Dane Cook. <laughs> oh, he's like heavy in that too. Like, like watch the trailer. Like <laughs> anyway, so we got South Where can Park. People find you, Brian? Oh, hey, you can find me on the Twitters at Herskules. Um, and you can find me watching the world burn. <laughs> Joe. You could find me with Brian on Twitter and watching the world burn at Chendinga One. And you could find me here at Flyer. All the time on Flyover State of Fear. Um, we got a full summer slate coming here. Um, and uh, just enjoy. Uh, I'm TJ. You're on Flyover State of Film. Uh, YouTube right now. Check me out on Twitter at TJ Dax. Like or don't because everyone will hate it. Um, I'm glad you guys are here. Like, subscribe. You know, that thing. TJ's Twitter feed is the most infuriating thing. It's the best. It's the best. It's I like so the pe- not to do it anymore. And anyway. No, but. I like the people that respond to you and like, why do you do this? Ugh, you have such I love bad taste. He's got his own reply guy. He's got a couple yeah. of them. And you're like, hey, man, that's the bit. <laughs> that's hey, the bit. Yeah, follow everybody or Christian Bale will smash a light. Fixture on top of your fucking heads. Can't believe we went the whole episode because you're talking about Christian Bale and never brought that up. Bye. 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 Bye.